Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on. From the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day. College football, we know who's number one. Understand, on the phones, you know we get it done. So call in, 718-664-9098, and we'll give you more. Oh, sports, uh, yes we do. Oh, sports, uh, it's for you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and it is a magnificent Monday. We're in April. Let's enjoy it and talk some sports. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, check us out at rayandtaytoday.com. Updating the site is going to look amazing. So check that out in the next couple of days. Of course, we're social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, YouTube. We're all over. Ray, a couple of, you know, bouncing around type of show. We'll sink our teeth into the NFL, I mean, to the NBA playoffs. And we are going to try to match. Everybody's knocking these quarterbacks, but there's eight guys that we know will definitely get drafted, probably in the first four rounds. So Ray and Tay are going to try to match them up with the team. We do this every year. We've had some success with it, and we've had some fun with it, and it's fun conversation. Real quick, let's get to the Boston Marathon, Patriots Day, NHL playoffs. Ray, the Kenyans dominated again, 209 and 221. Tell us who brought home the trophies in Boston. Well, the Kenyans definitely did it, but the Americans represented two now. The Americans were six out of ten on the men's side and two of the top four on the women's side. So, that's nice also for uh, Team USA runners. Good, good. But, uh, yeah, your, your Kenyan your posse was in full effect, man. So Jeffrey Kirui, I'm gonna, I'm messing up his name. He oh, everybody He was 209. And the woman, Edna Kiplagat, she's a policewoman. Did you know that? In Kenya? No, I didn't know, and but I heard it's the first time she ever ran to Boston Marathon. First time she ever ran Boston, but she's won London, New York, yeah. and L.A. So she's a, she's a professional. She gets it done. So kudos go to Kenya. We're going to throw the Kenyan flag up there. Uh, but the Americans represented also, like I said, uh, doing well in the, on the, when, the men's side and the women's side. So all around a good race, and what's super cool is that the Boston Red Sox kick off at 11.05. So they played the Tampa Bay Rays, and they won. So all around, Boston was the place to be today. Uh, and it was safe boy. and sound. Thank, thank God for that. That's, yes. that's yes, awesome. Yes. So in 2013, they had the whole Boston – uh, bombing, and they had the Boston Strong, and they actually had Boston instead of the Red Sox. They just had Boston on their 
uniforms. So, yeah, they did it right. But uh, your boy, Andrew Benintendi here, he keeps rolling. He's, he's a rookie of the year my candidate. Rookie, my rookie of the year. Now, that look, was the your Yankees guy in our preview hottest. show. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the Yankees are the hottest team in baseball. I think they what seven in a row now. Seven they, in a row. The yeah, they're playing tonight, but they've won seven in a row. Yeah, and they're playing the White Sox. But, uh, yeah, baseball's off to a good start. I mean, listen, we got all summer to chew up, you know, into it. Uh, like the Braves' new stadium. Um, you know, a couple of little, you know, new, you know, little nuggets from, from baseball. So that's, that's good. Um, it's exciting, right? I mean, especially Patriots Day when the Red Sox can get it done. And it's interesting. Everybody really misses big poppy, but that Red Sox team is very talented and lots of young, young talent. So I think they'll, they'll be fine. Speaking of Boston, the Bruins, man. Let's talk about the NHL playoffs where I'm sort of surprised how exciting and dominant certain teams have been from Nashville. Uh, Boston's down tonight, but they were, uh, they're up, I think, 2-0 on Ottawa. And also the Penguins. I mean, are, are the Blackhawks in trouble? Tell me what you think about that. That's the question. Because Nashville's at home and they're up 2-0, right? Yeah, the Blackhawks are done, I think. Uh, you know, but hockey's crazy like that, right? You get a, <laughs> you get Crawford or some other hot goalie, and you can ride him for for the whole cup. Yeah, but there's no home ice, right? First, there's no home ice, right? But if you lose the first two at home, still, I still like the chances uh, of the Predators and any team that goes up 2-0 coming home. So. Right now we've got we've got two games going on. Your Blackhawks and Predators going tonight, nine thirty Eastern. Right now we've got two one one series. The Senators and the Bruins are tied at one one. Looks like Ottawa's up two nothing in that game. So they're looking and for Alex to Ovechkin is up over Toronto two one. Yep, two one Capitals over the surprising Maple Leafs. Right, everybody at the Capitals going all the way to the at least the Eastern Conference Finals, if not the Stanley Cup Finals. So. Yeah. If the, if the Caps go down in this series... Oh, that would kill me. You know, that's who I picked to win it, them against the Blackhawks, and I had the Caps finally getting it done. Well, and Backstrom and Ovechkin, those two leading the team, so they, they scored today, so Capitals fans are happy right now. But they still need to win this game. How about the young kid leading Toronto, though, to the playoffs? Austin Matthews, you got like that. Yeah, all the talk is Connor McDavid and yeah. Edmonton and what he did, but this oh, is just... Yeah. He's nice. He's nice. He's your boy from Scottsdale, Arizona, yeah, right? That's right. And I also like Anaheim, man. They're taking care of uh, Calgary. Let's see if Calgary back at home, if they can save their series. But Anaheim's up 2-0. So NHL playoffs, man, they're heating up. It should be fun. You know, first round can be a little crazy. But when we start to get to the semis and the conference finals, you get really good hockey, competitive hockey, usually – you start to get into the seven-game series. So, you know, Ray and Tay, we start to really get into the NHL playoffs as it, you know, slugs along and goes further along. So let's get into the NBA playoffs. Obviously, we got two games tonight. The Cavs are up on the Pacers. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But let, let's go back a little bit and, and go to opening night where the Cavs and, and Pacers met up. And I guess my first question to you is did the Pacers blow it by being so close 
And I'm not mad at Paul George. He's double teamed. You got to pass it to CJ Miles. Miles needs to get a better shot, maybe, or whatever. But just in general, did they blow it? Because when you have that opportunity, you got the Cavs on the ropes at home, game one. You got to win it, right, Ray? 109, 108. You got to knock them out. You do. And this is the same Cavs organization that has been known to falter in the beginning of playoff series, right? Remember, Indiana had some success against them, and even in uh, his LeBron's Miami teams. Remember when Deshaun Stevenson was, was the old Deshaun Stevenson in Indiana? They gave no, Lance. Lance, your boy. Lance will make I you keep dance. saying Deshaun. Lance <laughs> Stevenson gave the then-Miami Heat all they could handle. Remember yes. when Dwayne Wade no. scored 41 in, in yeah. that uh, game him and, six? Him and PG-13, yeah. Yeah, so so the Pacers have been known to to spoil it, and you're right. When you're the underdog and when you're the prohibitive underdog, you got to win those close games because Cleveland's going to put it together. Now, Cleveland's problems are on defense, but Cleveland will score on you, and they will put it together. So you don't win this game, that's tough. I mean, there's no moral victories in the playoffs. You need to win games. That's right. Indiana's Indiana's kicking themselves, and they'll probably lose in five now. But uh, yeah, and every win, one at home, the Cavs gain confidence every win they get. And like LeBron said, hey, in the playoffs, it don't matter if you win by one or twenty. A win is a win, and that's the truth. And speaking of the truth and wins, Giannis Antetokounmpo with his twenty-eight points, red, eight rebounds, three assists. The Bucks with Middleton, Giannis. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, your boy Monroe, they put it on the Toronto Raptors. So much so, 97-83, that I'm actually concerned. And remember when we made the pick, I said, you know, I'm, I'm worried to see how Lowry comes back because, you know, he, he had his injuries. He looked horrible. DeRozan, no confidence. Abaka, what, he got banged up for a second and came back, but he had 19-14, so he showed up. Ray, it looks like it's not Milwaukee that can't score. It's look like it looks like it's Toronto that can't score, and I, it's just depressing because if DeRozan and and Kyle Lowry can't get it going, we might have a shocker, and the Raptors could wind up going down because Milwaukee plays defense, and they're finding a way to be efficient offensively. Look, you're right. The only thing I will say is that. Milwaukee's not Cleveland of last year and the year before, and Toronto seems to always shoot themselves in the foot in the beginning of series, and yeah. then they put it together. And I, I got to tell you, I hate to say this because they're really good players, but I have never seen two players individually or in a in the same backcourt be as inconsistent. Yeah. For for being that good, Demar Derozan and especially Kyle Lowry are so inconsistent. It's like you're watching college kids play. And no, they're, they're frustrating. They're frustrating. When and they're it, makes you, home, Ray, they, it makes you take they, the Blazers and the Wizards backcourt over them. They would be the fourth backcourt after the Warriors, Wizards, Blazers. Then I'd put the Raptors. You, you might be right because these guys, for as good as they are, they are not playing up to their – you know the base, the back of their baseball card, right? It's obviously basketball. Can't trust, basketball. Can't trust can't. it. 
no, and it's no, terrible because no, no. I really like these guys. You're right, Ray. You're right. So let's keep it moving. Um, and that probably goes six or seven. You got to believe that at the end of the day they'll pull it out. But it's something that I think there's a flash alert, right? You got to keep your eye on Bucks Raptor games. Now, Spurs Grizzlies game two tonight. The Spurs took care of their business. Um, I just the Grizzlies are overmatched, Ray. Parker looked rested. He looked good. And if Tony Parker's at you know ninety percent of Parker, the the they just the Grizzlies have no shot. Gasol ate them alive, but it doesn't even matter because Kawhi and Parker and all the other guys, you know, um, Aldridge dropped his twenty something. They look good. I think the Spurs might even sweep them. Uh, maybe Grizzlies get one. So I I, I hate to say it because this Grizzly team has been good for a long time, but they're just getting old real fast. You know what? The Grizzlies have the Spurs number in terms of matchup. Now, I don't think they'll do it this year. Gasol's actually changed his game, shooting more, stretching the defense, and he still has those block shots. He still rebounds when you need him to. But at the end of the day, you're right. I think San Antonio wins this. This is not, what was it, four or five years ago when uh, when they shocked them, the Grizzlies did. <laughs> Uh, but they'll they'll make them work. They'll make them work. I think the Spurs still win in five, maybe six, but they'll have to work hard. So starting tonight, I think, you know, they'll get a couple of blowouts, but a couple of those wins will be bruiser wins. And speaking of bruiser wins, did you see what happened in, in that Washington series? They called it like what they say it was like UFC out there. MMA, yeah. MMA. But listen, I don't want to hear. We'll get to them in a minute. I don't want to hear Millsap crying. I want to see him playing because Marquise Morris gave him the business and took it to him. So he, he needs to focus on, on battling and not yapping. But how about the Jazz, Ray? Let's, you know, they were the nightcap of the first night on Saturday. And um, just amazing. For Rudy Gobert to go down in the first minute and might not come back on the series, might come back, we're not sure, but they figured out a way to play without him. You forget, if you haven't watched the Jazz, number one, they were number one in defense this year. The Warriors were two. But they've got clutch veterans that know how to play playoff basketball and score, i.e. Joe Johnson and Boris Diaz. You like George Hill in that team as well. The Utah Jazz, their GM, I was thinking of Dal Morey's GM of the year, but maybe it's the Jazz GM is, is GM of the year, Ray. And and Joe just hit the buzz the you know the basket at the end to win it after Chris Paul got his hoop, and you know it was amazing. Chris Paul, I feel like he does what he has to do, 25, 11, seven boards. But it, don't you feel like when you watch the Clippers, they're a bunch of individuals, not a team. I feel like Blake Griffin does his song and dance. DeAndre kind of can't dance without Chris Paul. Chris Paul dances with him. Redick hits his a couple of shots every game. Crawford does his thing. But I don't feel like they're a real team, and I don't think as much. I picked the Clippers to win this series, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Jazz win and the Clippers get broken up or broken. Well, the Jazz won't win because Rudy Gobert is such an integral part of that team, and to lose him and not even have any time to prepare, I think that's too tough. So I do think the Clippers get a pass. But the Clippers will get swept in the next round by the Golden State Warriors if they keep playing like this. And at a certain point, and again, I don't want to be blasphemous all show, but at a certain point, you got to call into question Doc Rivers because he's the coach, he's the GM, yeah. he's the architect, 
And so maybe he needs to be one fewer title and either focus on coaching or focus on GMing. I like the roster. I don't have a problem with the roster. It's just they don't click. Do they you don't I don't love it. I don't love the, the um, um, Mabute and Pierce in the small forward. I feel like they've never figured out the small forward. And so that's my issue. Um, you know, that I like Reddick and Crawford, but, you know, and Rivers remember, is They have up. cap issues. They have so much money in Blake, DeAndre, Chris Paul, that they have to kind of cut corners. Well, we said, remember, we both said at the time, you had to keep Jordan, but matching him would probably hurt them because he's not really a big three type player. And it, it's coming home. It's coming home to haunt them having him being paid that huge deal and he, he doesn't produce for that. It's uh it's rough. So let's get let's get to what happened on Sunday. You're right, the Hawks Wizards was a battle. Um the Hawks just don't seem to really have enough. Props to Dennis Schroeder who played great. Um, you know, you worry about the consistency from Millsap and Howard, you know, more so sometimes defensively. They can score, but I, I just think John Wall and Beal are are turning the page where they're there's clearly I think at the point where they're better than the Raptors guards, they're gonna battle with the Blazers guards, but they're they're the number two backcourt. Beal is getting so nice and John Wall Ray, you know, he gets if he can consistently hit a jumper, you know, he's just he's like a machine. You he's know like me, Western. I was on Wall from the beginning. Yeah. I said I'd rather have him than Derrick Rose and even when Derrick Rose yeah. was winning an MVP I kept saying Wall is is your point guard. He's your guy that, that makes everybody size better. And length and speed, you're yep. right. So thirty two and fourteen, that's just great. Do you do you think the Hawks have a shot to force this to six or seven, or will the Wizards kind of take care of them easily? I think the Wizards take care of them. If the Wizards get away with what they've been doing, get to that physical play, get the backcourt and get anything out of, you know, some of their some of their front court guys, I think oh, they'll Porter, be fine. Yeah. yeah, Otto, that's your boy. He he's you know, he he might be he's the key better. to the team. He's getting better every year. You'd like to see him make like maybe maybe it's too much to expect, but make an Antetokounmpo jump. Oh. Um he's not as good, but but I'm no. just saying he's he's one of those flex wing threes that can that can really guard multiple positions and and can play he's kind of the you're hoping for him to be the better version of some of those you know journeyman small forwards out there like the Matt he's, right now he's of the, the world poor man Derek McKee and Jeff Green and you want him to be the rich man version you know he's, yeah. he doesn't he's not there yet but you know we'll see but you're right Washington's tough man I think uh, you know, the next round, they could take care of the Celtics or Bulls. Speaking of which, I wanted to call it. You did call it. I said Celtics in seven, and you just went ahead and said, hey, the Bulls will do it. And, Ray, it showed up. I mean, you know, props to Isaiah Thomas, who's going through that tragedy, and rest in peace to China, Thomas's sister. But 106-102, Thomas did his thing with 33, but he has no help around him. Hofford's not enough and you know smart and bradley and these guys can't shoot jay crowder man jimmy butler is playing like a man and when you get wade and rondo and these guys focused and if you can get Mirotech, you know mirror and um 
and obviously Bobby Porter's doing enough. You know, the Bulls are kind of dangerous. They're kind of a sleeping giant, and they should have been better all season. Well, now Wade's healthy enough. You know, there's rest in between games. The Bulls are it's very dumb, dangerous. Huh? Did you see, did you see him miss the oh, dunk and his wife, uh, Gabrielle Union, was all over him on Twitter? I know. <laughs> that's I know. pretty funny. That's, that's really funny. But he, you know what? They really got game, man. The Bulls are dangerous. Despite the poor organization, and I don't love the coach either. You know what I mean? I, I don't think Gar Hurd needs to, him and Paxson need to get the boot. And Phil Jackson, we'll get, get to him in a minute. So tell me what you think about the OKC Rockets uh, game and, and series. And it was kind of embarrassing, 118-87. Do you blame anybody? Or is this kind of who we thought they were, a team with a lot of size that can't score? So Westbrook's kind of one against five, right? Yeah. And in the playoffs, it's much harder to score. And the focus is on you for all 48 minutes. You're not going to sneak up on people and get your 43rd triple-double. This is going to be a very, very frustrating series for Oklahoma City. Houston's a terrible matchup for them in the sense that Houston is an excellent three-point shooting team. They are hard to guard in transition. And if they get what they got from Patrick Beverly, they're a really – really decent team who He's can yeah. who can do it obviously offensively and if they can play any lick of defense they're just a terrible matchup for Oklahoma City so this this series might be 4-1 um, maybe Oklahoma City gets one at home but that's it I think Houston is just too tough bad matchup they were a bad matchup in the regular season Houston pulled away uh, from in most of those games in the fourth quarter, and I just think here Russell, you're asking Russell Westbrook to do too much, and he's got nobody to shoot and help him stretch the defense. And with Beverly and Ariza, the way they play D, and then you got Anderson, Williams, and Gordon to shoot, and and, and Capella has has been good on the boards, and and they may, I mean. It's a good – look, people can say what they want. The Rockets have a pretty darn good roster. You know, people could say, oh, I hear people badmouth these players, and I'm like, wait a minute. Ryan Anderson and Gordon, you know, they just need opportunity, but they, they can shoot. They're good players. Nene and Capella, Capella is the more of a surprise. We've seen Nene's whole career. I mean, they got a good a roster. You know, Ariza and, and Beverly are kind of clutch, um, role, aggressive dogs on defense. You know, they're the perfect guys to fill out your roster and, and play key minutes. Plus, Ariza gives you points. So, um, I, you're right. It could be four. It could be five. It could just be ugly, you know. But I don't want to hear people trying to diss Westbrook, like, as if this means he shouldn't be the MVP because of the series. That has nothing to do with it. I mean, you know, come on, people. Like, the MVP is for the regular season. Just because they're not announcing the awards of the 26th, that has nothing to do with you know, the first round matchup. So, um, you know, so look, it's, it's going to be fascinating. We'll see how the rest of it plays out. Should be a good week of, you know, of games and, and, and all that jazz. So let's talk about the NFL draft, man. It's coming the 27th. We are 10 days away. I'm getting excited. We're talking trade rumors. Who's going to get picked. And, you know, we still got people like Peterson having signed and Cutler and 
Beast Mode and Kaepernick, and although Beast Mode looks like he's going to the Raiders, that's got to get worked out. But there's eight quarterbacks that really are probably going to be on rosters and be backups and maybe starters next season, probably be drafted within the first three rounds, maybe some guys last to the fourth round. But these are the names you're going to hear. So Ray and I wanted to place them on rosters. And I realized when I wrote my list, I've made one mistake, so I have a change or two. But let's start off with the one that won the championship. Now, this might not be the order they go in, but we're just going to go down the list, kind of the order of how they might be sort of ranked and where, where we think they'll be drafted. Ray, Deshaun Watson, you go first. Where is he going to land? The New York Jets. Woo! I thought the Jets were going to take a running back, possibly O.J. Howard, maybe Jamal Adams from LSU. But you know what? The more I think about it, you can't keep striking out at this position. You don't get the six pick that often. If you think you got a chance at a quarterback. Now, I personally don't like anybody in this draft as a, you know, Andrew Luck type franchise quarterback. But at number six, if you think a guy can be a starter for five to ten years, even if, you know, Kirk Cousins was a third-round pick, but if you can get Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, a, a bona fide NFL starter, I think you look at him. So I'm going to say the Jets go for Clemson's own Deshaun Watson at number six. Hmm. Interesting. I got Watson going to the Cleveland Browns. Not at number one, everybody calm down, but at number 12, I just think they're going to find out a way to get, you know, Miles Garrett. And I was thinking maybe at 12 they would get O.J. Howard or Foster if he drops. But I said, you know what, why not for them to go ahead and take Deshaun and get someone with that leadership and he can come in whether they keep Brock for a year as a bridge or not. But Deshaun, I think with Hugh Jackson – He'll clean up his issues of accuracy, but what you don't have to clean up is this guy will be a leader of men and come into your building and be clutch, and that's who Deshaun is, so he'll be perfect there. Number two, Mitch Trubisky. Where do you see Mitch going, or Mitchell Trubisky? Mm. You know what? I could see him, just like you said, going to Cleveland, not at the first Overall pick because that's got to be my uh, that's got to be Miles Garrett. But I could see mm-hmm. him going at number twelve to Cleveland. They need a guy. He's only been a one year starter, but they're so desperate to try anybody at quarterback. Uh, they like his arm. They like his you know mobility. I say why not go for a quarterback at twelve? You got to take a chance. Most position, most important position in football. And even though he's a Tar Heel, he's from Northeast Ohio. So, all right, so we're running quick on time. Let's speed it up a little. I, I got him going to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I just think that, you know, they're going to have to get ready. Alex Smith's getting a little older, and he might not be able to get over the hump, and Andy might want to make that transition sooner than later, and the kid can learn in a year or two and then be ready. Number three, Patrick Mahomes, the gunslinger. You know, I was talking about him all season. Where do you think he's going to go? You know what? That's interesting. I think he drops down to the Houston Texans. They need a quarterback. They need to figure out who's their guy. He's probably not on the roster. So why not take a chance? Big arm. 
and they've got some deep threats there. So why not take a chance? Yeah, I totally agree. I have him dropping, but I think he's going to go earlier. Now, I don't know if they trade down or take him at 13 or trade back up to the end of the round, but I think your boy, our guy, um, Bruce Arians, he likes a gunslinger, and he knows how to work with him, and he likes to go for it all, and that's his type of guy. Patrick Mahomes to the Arizona Cardinals. I love it. Number four, Deshaun Kaiser, Kaiser Sosa. Where do you see him going? Kaiser Sosa. I, now, we're out of the first round. I don't think th- – I think those are the only three first-rounders. Oh, okay. Deshaun I think Kaiser, four first-rounders. Deshaun Kaiser to the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. They need a playmaker at quarterback. Deshaun Kaiser was preseason thought of as a top five potential overall pick. He's got that kind of potential. He's had a down season, but something went wrong at Notre Dame. Brian Kelly kind of lost the squad. I think Deshaun Kaiser ends up at Levi Stadium with the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, I got Kaiser going with the Houston Texans. I think they like the size. I think they can work with him with his intelligence. And I think eventually he'll take over for Tom Savage. They might still bring in a veteran like Cutler or somebody else, but I think the Texans will get Deshaun Kaiser. Number five, Davis Webb. Texas Tech, the Cal quarterback. Yep. I like him going to the Arizona Cardinals. I think they need a plan in place. Maybe he's not the guy. Maybe he is the guy. But you figure you got Carson Palmer for another year, and then you're going to have a big question mark at that position. So take a chance. Give him a year to redshirt, hold the clipboard, and see if he can do it next year in practice, if he can earn the number one killer spot in Arizona. Hmm. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, the Jets and Niners, I think, are going to tap out and wait to next year. They both need so much to improve their rosters. I think they're going to swim in the quarterback class for next year, which might be more dynamic with Rosen and and Sam Darnold and stuff. So I got Webb going. I got Webb going to the New Orleans Saints. Saints are going to scoop him up, try to find somebody to replace Drew Brees. Number six, Brad Kaya. Brad Kaya, Miami. Uh, Did you know his mother was in Friday? His mother was no. one of the actresses yes. in Friday. I yes. knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I love that. I think Brad stays on the East Coast, goes to the Washington Redskins, who cannot commit to Kirk Cousins. So Ooh, obviously they see right. something there that, that they don't like. There's so, a lot of smoke. A lot of people say the Redskins might even take one in the first round. You, you're, you're on to something there. I've heard a lot of rumors lately. Maybe. I think this is a third, fourth round pick, but maybe, you know, maybe they take the kid from, from Miami and uh, start to lay the, foul, the foundation. Remember, they took Kirk Cousins in the third round, the same yeah. draft, where they traded yeah. up all of those picks with the St. Louis Rams to take RG3. So they don't have a problem stacking the position. No, you're right. Um, I have Kaya going to the Los Angeles Chargers with Anthony Lynn to be the next guy to hand it off to Gordon after Philip Rivers leaves in two or three years. So maybe I think Rivers, when his contract is done, he might just say goodbye with all those kids. So uh, that's where I got him. Now, um, Nathaniel or Nathan, I'd like to call him Nate Peterman from Pitt. 
Very solid quarterback. Where you got him going? I think the Kansas City Chiefs are looking for some depth. Also, don't love Alex Smith. Um, think he's an okay player, but they are looking for some depth. Depth at that round, fifth, sixth round. They're going to look for uh, you know potentially somebody to challenge him, and, and maybe your boy from Pitt is that guy. I totally agree, but I just think it's going to go to New York, MetLife. I think. Eli. Now, hopefully, Eli don't get caught up in any more scandals and whatever happens with that thing, and we'll see what happens with the Jersey Gate. Um, but I think he's never been injured, but eventually, three, four years down the line, they're going to need a quarterback. And I think Peterman might be ready by then because I think he's got a nice upside to him. The kid's got some talent. Number eight, Joshua Dobbs from Tennessee to Vols. Where do you think the volunteer guy is going, Ray? I think he's going to New Orleans. He's totally different in his game from Drew Brees. I think he's he'd be like a change of pace. Uh, another team, the Saints, that have to work on a transition plan. Maybe Dobbs is it, maybe not. Look at Dak Prescott in Dallas. They thought he'd sit for a couple years behind Tony Romo, but who knows? Give this kid Dobbs a chance. In practice, he might be the heir apparent to Drew Brees. You know what? You're so on it. I, I, I actually like Dobbs. I saw those Tennessee games and those comebacks. And, yeah, he does make some mistakes. I think you can clean it up. But he's highly intelligent. I think he's got a great – I like his arm. You know, I, I saw the kid throw it all over the field. Um, the Tennessee team, you know, the running back's talented, the Aiken kid, and Dobbs is good. I think he's going to go to Pittsburgh. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers – they keep hearing Ben say all these different things. So I think they're going to take a shot. I don't think they love, you know, your boy from uh, Oklahoma, uh, Landry Jones, has been horrible backing up. And I think they're going to take a shot at Dobbs. So that's it. Eight quarterbacks. Hey, if you had to make a guess, we know it's going to be sixth or seventh round with all his injuries and off the field stuff. Do you think Chad Kelly gets drafted? Somebody take a shot yeah, on him? Yeah, you're not. I think he does. I think you're coming out of the SEC and some of the games that he's put up. Yeah, he gets a shot. Where would you put him? Chargers, maybe. Chiefs. Texans. I would throw him to the Jaguars. I think that they might just want to take a shot just in case uh, Coughlin's not in love with Kelly. I mean, with uh, Bortles. Like Bortles, yeah. With Kelly being his uncle, Coughlin might be like, you know what? I like the bloodline. I know, you know, I know his uh, uncle very well. Let me uh, take a shot. You know, the NFL, they tend to look for the bloodline guys. So uh, it should be fun. So, look, we'll be talking a lot more NFL draft. Next Wednesday will be our preview show. Friday we'll be back, obviously, NBA and, and NHL playoffs. will start to kick around a little bit of baseball as things heat up and different – Different players are starting to, you know, stand out. Some pitchers doing some things. A lot of pitchers hitting homers, right? It's an epidemic, right? <laughs> the long oh, ball. Are they juicing? No, no. Don't even start that. <laughs> no, no. But it's, it's, it's going to be a good sports week. Enjoy the NBA playoffs. We'll uh, talk about it more. And we'll, we'll be back on Friday. And then we'll catch you Wednesday for the 2017 Ray and Tay NFL Draft preview in our mock draft. 
So thanks for listening. We are out. See Is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.